Hello, you're listening to the Feminist Monologues. I'm your host, Najwa, and in today's episode, we're tackling the issue of gender disparity in the STEM fields. Now, I know it is a hefty issue to take on in under five minutes, so let's jump right in. When I researched this topic, I needed to find out whether there was even a gender disparity in STEM fields to begin with. Niner Times, the campus newspaper for the University of North Carolina at Charlotte, reported that in fall of 2016, out of the 3,107 undergraduate engineering students, less than 400 of them were female. This does not, of course, account for the women in engineering who joined throughout their college career, but it is a good indication of the problems within the STEM field and how little women apply to the engineering college. According to Dr. Rachel LaHue, an engineering advisor from the Office of Student Development and Success, there has been a significant increase in the number of women in STEM in the last couple of decades, but there is still room for growth. To dive deeper into the experience of being a woman in STEM, I decided to interview one of my fellow peers who can share her experience here at UNCC. Sarah is a computer engineering student, and when I asked her about her experience being a STEM student, she said, you have to be tough. Sometimes the criticism and lack of support can discourage women from pursuing engineering. I followed up and asked her what she would advise future women in STEM to do, and her response was to build a strong support system. This idea of a support system was prevalent in all my academic sources, where they point out that many women lose interest in certain fields because they're not provided with sufficient guidance, mentorship, and even support from their fellow peers. Sarah goes on to say that she faces subtle hints of bias within her group projects when her group members expect her to take on easier roles of taking notes and creating reports. According to an article by The Atlantic on fixing gender bias in business school, second-generational bias has a big impact on women in fields that have been historically male-dominated. Coding that, forms of gender bias aren't the result of conscious discriminatory intent. Rather, they arise from a million micro-interactions, cultural assumptions, and historic way of doing business that still carry the imprint of our history of gender hierarchy. Millions of micro-interactions of subtle gender bias can add up and create an environment that is not suitable for learning and growth. As Dr. Ahu says, it is well-known fact that most women have fallen prey to the gender stereotype through years of historical beliefs and norms. She goes on to add that in some cases, there's a lot of fear, uncertainty, and a lack of confidence in our abilities as women that tend to prevent us from aiming high for what we want. This brings me to my second point within the argument of gender disparity in the STEM fields. On a global scale, there are more women in STEM in comparison to the men. According to a paper published in Psychological Science by the psychologist Gisbert Stewart at Leeds Beckett University and David Geary at the University of Missouri, there are more women going into STEM fields in countries where the gender gap index, an index that is designed to measure gender equality, is lower. This change phenomenon makes me question, why is it that nations that have traditionally less gender equality have more women in science and technology than their gender progressive counterparts? According to the paper, it could have to do with the fact that women in countries with higher gender inequality are simply seeking the clearest possible path to financial freedom, and often that path leads through STEM professions. The reason why many women do not have to pursue STEM fields in developed countries is because they will not be vilified if they decide to pursue a career in something they enjoy or is traditionally feminine. 
There are no real-life consequences to them not going into STEM. But for many women around the world, not pursuing a certain profession ultimately decides whether they will have a future. So no matter what your stance is on the topic, it is important to uplift and applaud the women who challenge themselves for a better and brighter future. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode of Feminist Monologues. I'm your host, Najwa. Until next time.